Welcome to the Neanderthal Mind, bringing you riveting, educational, humorous, and sometimes serious perspectives on our Neanderthal mind. We dive deep into why what our Neanderthal ancestors did to survive still has a profound effect on our modern mind. Take a journey with us as we roll back the clock millions of years. All right, my fellow cave dwellers, if you're ready, let's get this wheel rolling. Now here's your host and the leader of the pack, Anthony Yokolano. Welcome back, cave dwellers. We pick up with part two of the interview with Rihanna Milne and the 10 Childhood Traumas. Later in the episode, we touch on the possible issues causing an increase in ADD and ADHD in children, how childhood trauma shows up in adult relationships, and signs of a narcissist and sociopath. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'll see you on the flip side. This is if your uh, siblings might have bullied you or they could have been born with a medical issue. So mom and dad had to give them more time. You kind of felt like you were left off to the side or most commonly you perceived um, that sibling to be the golden child, the favored one. So maybe they were the star athlete or more handsome or more beautiful or the smarter child in the family. And you were always compared, why don't you get grades like your brother Richard, you know, whatever. Always compared to the golden child. Trauma number nine has two parts. It was only one until I moved one from the later list down because it had to be there. The one I moved down was community trauma. And community trauma is one that all of us around the globe is experiencing today with the COVID pandemic. Okay, so this, where people say that I didn't have traumas, guess what, we all do now, and um, especially the children. Children can't go to school, they're afraid to play with their friends, they're afraid if daddy goes off to work, he may die getting sick out there. You know, it's a very scary time for little children. And this will play out when they're adults. Something, you know, that whole feeling of lack of safety will um, show up. Um, community traumas also are mass shootings, our school shootings, and large mother nature events. Floods, fires, hurricanes, mudslides, where entire communities are impacted. And over time is worse, right? It's not like a fast event. It can be just gruelingly like the big floods that keep going on and on or what happened in Austin, Texas with the freeze for five days, right? No heat, no food, no water. So these are major community events. Then that impacts the family. So nine was always the family issues. So that could be, let's talk at COVID. If you lose your job from COVID, you might now lose the family house or you can't pay the grocery and the heat bill. Um, or mom and dad are fighting all the time because they're at home all the time right? Or the kids can't go off to school and now mom can't work. So they're all suffering because there's no income. So community often impacts family, but family trauma could also be living in a dangerous neighborhood and um, hearing messages of lack, like we don't have enough money for this, like all the time hearing lack messages. It could also be a parents incarcerated. Um, Our military families in the U.S., move every two to four years, then that puts kids into new school environments 
every couple of years, needing to make new friends. And again, he's the new kid, feeling different, feeling out of place. Um, so there's a lot around family trauma. And then number 10 is mental health issues in mom or dad. The two most difficult for children to navigate is bipolar and borderline personality disorder. Borderline in simple terms is quick trigger anger. It's um, real moody. When they're good, they're great. When they're bad, they're really horrid and the kid never knows what to expect. So it's that feeling of walking on eggshells and it's also a lot of explosive anger okay, or temper. And bipolar is manic depressive. So depression can show as anger, also emotionally checking out or extreme fatigue. And then a manic phase could be a gambling spree. It could be an eating binge, a spending spree when the family doesn't have money, but mom comes home every day with packages because she buys things to feel love, right? So these play out in many different ways, but those are the top 10 traumas. So to, to touch on a couple, I guess you can go back. The one thing I thought about whenever you were talking about community, uh, which would relate to these times is, you know, a, a lot of, and I'm not, I don't get into politics because it's just, it's, it, it creates too much anger amongst people. But yeah. for the community side of, of it, you know, you got someone that has this political sign in their front yard and someone that has a different, you know, then that one's getting abuse from the neighborhood because they, they support someone else. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I mean, really, everybody shouldn't be entitled to their own political yeah, beliefs. That's absolutely. the foundations of what America was brought up on. Right. So <laughs> yes, definitely. let people choose who they want to choose <laughs> now the other thing i i, I and it, i just thought about it and you may not know the answer to it but you had mentioned a add and adhd i've always recently i've, I've been wondering why it seems there is so much more diagnosis i guess you can say for add adhd um well a, cu a couple things come to mind number one all the toxins in our food Okay. Definitely a, a, a does attack brain function. Um, also around trauma, when kids are coming in, let's say little girl has a father serving in Afghanistan. She's scared to death. He's going to die over there. And every day you can just see the, her face is just checked out. She's just blank. So trauma from the home or the situation in life spikes anxiety which raises cortisol. When cortisol is up, memory is down. So there could be math going on on the board. She's not absorbing it. She's sitting there worrying about her dad coming home alive. So, so many kids are misdiagnosed because the trauma in the homes is rampant. Think about it, 90% of people have childhood trauma. So kids are experiencing that. And there were many times, um, you know, I sat on child study team and I said, that child is not ADHD. They're going through this trauma at the house. So I'm going to do positive behavior modification, like meditation. I was doing that in the schools in early 2000, music therapy, star chart. You know, when they behave, they run down and show Miss Rihanna, they got a star that day. You know, if they were real problematic in the classroom, they'd have three stars a day and show me, you know, before recess, after recess, they didn't act up on the playground yeah. and at the end of the day. And then they got a little prize out of Miss Rihanna's treasure chest. So, you know, I mean, there's all different kinds of things you can do to change the modification. 
and just the way you talk to someone, you know, a child that's going through trauma versus where's their safe place. Sure. You know, if they're going to be bullied going to school and they're bullied at home by the alcoholic father, there's no place this kid feels yeah, safe. No safe yeah. So they're just checking out their net net negative and you know either angry they're either externalizers so they can come out in anger or the internalizer is that sad depressed kid that's in the room all the time or the young girl that's cutting you know uh, self-harm or they drink alcohol or smoke pot or whatever it is to try to escape how lousy they feel so teens and children show signs of trauma all the time the parents, A, might not want to see it, right. you know, because they don't want to acknowledge it's happening. B, are too traumatized themselves if they're going through emotional abuse that they don't realize how much it's impacting the kid. And three, you know, a lot of kids suffer in silence. And those were the kids I was working with. That's going to be tough. And really, you have to, you have to be a special person to, to, to deal with those sort of things. And it's, it would probably be too much for me to try and deal with, you know. I love those kids. Yeah, you yeah. know, there was one uh, story I'll tell you about, about trauma. I was up in Hackensack High School and a young girl goes home on Friday. She was an 11th grader to her family home and they had totally moved out, turned off the electricity, electricity took most of the food and left her bedroom there. And the father who ended up with a young girlfriend who did not like the daughter said, you're old enough to be on your own now. So just totally moved out. She comes in Monday morning, Miss Rian, I'm really sorry to bother you, but the, my family moved out on me and the lights are off and I barely have any food. I'm like, okay, honey, well, let's sit down and talk about what we can do. So I rallied around all the, the seniors and the juniors to bring in food baskets. You know, I was talking to DIFUS, Division of Youth and Family Service to see where we can place her and the attorney and it was like, boom, jump into action to help protect that kid. But these are the things that the kids are going through, you know? So it's not always ADHD. And when they're diagnosed as that, I had this brilliant Indian doctor in South New Jersey that used to bring, uh, I'd say, take the parent, the parent and the child into him. And he had a holistic health stu- food store. Do a, he would yeah. do a full analyzation and then put the child on different vitamins and all that hyperactivity would be gone in two weeks. So don't be one to jump straight to medication. Always try to get the holistic mind, body, spirit solution first. And that's what I do with my coaching clients. Some of them come to me on psychotropic medications to lessen anxiety and, you know, decrease depression. Well, first of all, they have a ton of side effects and they ha- it's just a Band-Aid. It's not getting to the root of the issue. And the root of the issue is unhealed, unconscious childhood trauma. So. Good. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I'm kind of on that side of two where it's, uh, I believe more in the natural side of things you know other yeah. than the the yeah. big pharma you know the, the oh, chemically yeah. enhanced and again that goes back to the neanderthal day i mean they it's been proven that they've used nature to heal themselves you know that's right wounds whatever it might be they use well i do vitamin therapy for all my clients and i make sure they're only eating organic foods and my i call it the god diet eat what god provides fruit <laughs> nuts vegetables fish yes you know lower level animals 
smaller animals, nothing with chemicals in it. Right. You not even think of shopping in the middle of a grocery store. You shop <laughs> the outside of the grocery oh, store. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. All the food with poison and chemicals in it, you know, is in the center aisle. God didn't make food in packages. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So. <laughs> Yes, I, I I agree with that. I believe in that, and it's funny because I just yes, well this weekend I just tapped my maple trees, and I love you know I'm gonna make a maple syrup, and I have two beehives coming this April, so wow. you know yeah I wanna wanna start using that for for what its purposes are as well, you know so okay yeah, yeah, I definitely believe in the whole natural mother nature side of things so very important yeah oh, we're we're past 6 30 or we'll pass the half hour but that's up to you if you want to keep going we still got uh, quite a few things to cover. i think i yeah i would like to talk about how until yes. childhood trauma shows up in relationships because we didn't get to hit on that right. so you know what the 10 traumas are so if you're someone that has abandonment issue this is where love addiction shows up uh codependency repetitive breakups and the, the average is seven times in a toxic relationship. Consciously, you know, this partner's not good for you. You break up for a while, but you keep going back and then you break up and you go back. Why? Because the unconscious needs the love so bad because you didn't get the love when you were a child. So it will go for, you know, a sliver of love versus no love. And it can't really decipher between the abuse of love and what is emotionally healthy love. Uh, a lot of women do people pleasing. Let's say a little girl had an alcoholic mother who was very toxic and yelled at her all the time. So she would over please her, getting the siblings ready for school and lunches packed. She learned if I do and please, I won't get yelled and screamed at, I won't get hit. So that became her normal. So when she became a woman, if she comes in in a relationship, I'll hear something like, Rihanna, I do everything for my husband and my kids. They do nothing for me. No one loves me like I love them. So overdoing equals love, right? People pleasing. And they usually feel very exhausted and they always do for everyone else. And they feel guilty to do anything for themselves. Um, perfectionism is a part of this. Control. And this is why some, a lot of my clients are very successful in business, but struggle in love because they had no sense of control as a child in their household. And they learned if I'm in school, well, I can at least get love and feel some sense of happiness and pride by getting good grades. And if they got good grades, the angry parent, that'll be the one time a year you hear a compliment. So these kids are usually smart kids. And then they, um, they'll excel in the workplace, but they'll always struggle in love and they can't figure it out. And business or get being smart was a survival tool initially. Um, or if they use control, control works well in the workplace, but it doesn't work well when you try to control your partner at home, right? Because they're individuals. Um, jealousy and control also come from trauma number seven not feeling good enough or worthy enough. And the verbal messages, number two, um, lying and manipulation from the sociopath. A sociopath or a psychopath is someone that would have a lot of traumas, nine or 10, the severity level of nine or 10. And I do assess how severe was this for you? Um, the sociopath is someone that will use someone for pleasure, profit, or lifestyle advancement. And the psychopath will do that too, but they also have criminal mind and criminal intent. 
and that's the one that will kill without remorse or empathy. Both have no empathy, sure. but the psychopath will kill. And then the narcissist is one step down on that hierarchy of toxic, you know, uh, but there's a wide range of narcissists from really healthy narcissists to malignant narcissists, which is the worst. And the, the sociopath and psychopath is always a malignant narcissist. So we have to look at that if, you know, there's suffering in relationships. So this can come out in many different ways. Um, and uh, those are just a few examples. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you to, to, to uh, elaborate on, you know, signs of the narcissist and sociopath. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you went into that. Uh, I think that's, uh, I mean, it's all very, all the topics are very important, but uh, that one caught my attention the most. So Yeah. So just keep in mind, people of trauma will attract people of trauma. The worst way to fall in love is by chemistry because the soul or the psyche, the unconscious mind will be drawn to what it knows, what is normal, what it's comfortable with, even though if it's toxic, it still knows it. So chemistry is going to be drawing you if you're a woman and you had the controlling dad, you think you're falling in love with someone wonderful and then he ends up controlling. Yes. You're like, you know, why did I end up picking someone just like my dad? Well, yeah. unconsciously you were drawn to it because yes. that's what your soul and psyche knows. It's what it's comfortable with. So that's some of the things, this is why it's really important to know what your traumas are, number one, the severity levels, how is it showing up now in your adult life, in life? And then life, it could be you are always dealing with anxiety or depression or a defeatist mindset or a lack mindset. You always feel like there's never enough money and you hate your job and, you know, you, you just don't feel happy, right? Um, so that's showing up in life and then love, as I just covered, and it even shows up in business. You might get so far and then just sabotage your success because you're unconsciously afraid of it. And I worked with models, actors, singers, and dancers in my talent school for 10 years and teaching them the mindset for success, which is now the full circle where I started, right? Yeah. A lot of new actors say, I can't get that part or I, I'm not good enough or, oh, wow, she's prettier than me. She's going to get the commercial part. That mindset is from childhood messages. That all has to be changed. Okay. So I teach the mindset for success that if it's meant to be you, you will get it. And you deserve to get it. And, you know, so even those with childhood traumas, I have to teach them the mindset for success so they succeed in both life, love, and even in business. It's it's funny because me and my, my buddy, my coworker, we were talking today and we got into the conversation about how we've been in relationships in the past where, you know, the, the female has come out of a controlling relationship and neither one of us, me or, nor him, are, are controlling Mm -hmm. But we get flack from the other side because they're so used to someone controlling them. They think that we don't love them because we're not trying to control them. And it's, you know, it's hard to try and figure out how to tell them, look, I, I love you. That's why I'm not controlling you. But, you know, yeah, it's trauma. all childhood messages, yeah. you know, and it sounds like the partners have issues around control. You know, so that's why when I have a couple that's struggling, I have to look at both of their childhood checklists, what came up for them, how severe was it, how is it showing up individually in themselves and their thoughts, and how is it coming up and triggering them in their relationship and in their conversation with people. 
right? And we, I teach them a whole new way to communicate with their partner. They have to understand what each other's traumas are, where is it's coming from? Ownership is a part of that. So let's say the guy walks through after a hard day of work, the woman's there, she had a hard day with the kids. He starts grumping at her and demanding where's dinner. And they have this fight of never, not feeling loved or appreciated. And right. he might've been yelled out at his boss who is a man and he has a uh, critical father. So that emotionally triggered him that he didn't know how to deal with it, comes home and emotionally triggers the woman who thinks he's picking on me again. You know, he doesn't love me. And then the spirals. And instead he would walk in, he goes, hon, I had a bad day. My boss was nasty. I know it triggered me because it's like, I heard my dad in my head. So if I'm a little quiet for the next hour, please don't take it personally. It's not you, it's me. Boom, no argument. So there's a whole new way to communicate around uh, understanding of each other's traumas. And communication is the key to a, a long and happy relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. And, and what you do is so important. You know, even thinking back to you know, when you were covering uh, the childhood traumas, it's if you nip that in the bud at that point, you know, it, it'll, it, it, again, it'll have the domino effect where they won't carry that on to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. So. Well, the mindset is really quite incredible thing that all my coaching clients that learn it do teach their children it at as well. Awesome. Awesome. And we're getting close to the hour mark. And again, I don't want to take up your time. Yeah. I definitely don't want okay. to. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess the, the, the next question would be just, uh, you know, is there anything we didn't cover that you would like to cover? Yeah. Go to my website, rihannamilne.com. That's R-I-A-N-A-M-I-L-N-E.com. And there I have uh, the first 60 pages of my number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve. And the sister book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. One is about the mindset for success. The other one is about successful relationships dating and uh, long and happy relationships. And then there's the four free love tests. Take those as well as the free ebook, why nine out of 10 people struggle in life and love and how to have the love you deserve. And that's right on the homepage. Awesome. Uh, also do listen to my podcast, Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. I have 106 shows out there. And on my YouTube channel, I have about 250 audios and videos wow. all together. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, and I have all the links and everything, and I will definitely include those in the show notes after I get done editing everything. Great. So, well, Rihanna, man, I, I honestly, it's, it's fantastic. Thank you so much for, Thank you for, for being willing me. to come on. And like I said, you know, being a young podcast, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and taking the Hey, chance. I was there too. I remember <laughs> my show six and 10 and 13. My goal was a hundred. Yes. Yes. The time I got to a hundred. I'm like, Oh my God, I need a break. So I'm on my hiatus right now with yeah, 106 shows. About your podcast, so I'm glad you touched on that as well. It's, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And again, thank you so much for everything. And, uh, okay. and uh, you know, like I covered in the beginning, uh, you know, anytime you have a new book coming out, which I don't know if you have anything coming up soon or not. Um, not at the moment. I mean, I do parent-child relationships, but I don't think it touches on the history of the brain and relationships like this could. Sure. You know, that's Absolutely. why I applied yes. for you. I thought this could work. Yes, I And agree I did. hope you got enough out of it 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, again, if you ever have anything that you want to promote, I mean, by, okay. by all means, please get, get in touch with me and we'll bring you back on and uh, yeah, Great. we'll get it up there for you. Awesome. Well, thank you very right. much again, Rihanna. You're have welcome. yourself a good evening. All right. You too. Good, good night. night. Take care. Bye-bye. And there you have it, cave dwellers. I hope you've learned a few things about childhood trauma and how it can affect your life, love, relationships, and careers in your adult years. Don't forget to check out the freebies Rihanna has graciously set aside for us and visit her website to order her books titled Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free from Toxic Relationships to Have the, have the Love You Deserve and Live Beyond Your Dreams from Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. All of this, of course, will be found in the show notes. And as a closing note, cave dwellers, I am switching to a bi-weekly format for the episodes. In doing so, it will give me more time to include some research on the topics I'm about to discuss with our guests on the podcast. As well, the episodes will not be restricted to a specific length of time. I hope these changes will improve the quality of the Neanderthal mind, but if it does not, I will revert to the original format. So, if you have enjoyed this episode or have any feedback on the changes, go to theneanderthalmind.com to leave me a message and tell me what you like or dislike about the podcast. I hope to hear from you and look forward to bringing you more knowledge and content based on the life habits, and psychology of our Neanderthal ancestors. Until next time, cave dwellers. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, subscribe, rate, and review the Neanderthal Mind podcast wherever you download your podcasts. If you know anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast, please recommend The Neanderthal Mind to them.